When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Here's the question. What is the deal with homework? What is the deal with homework? 651-641-1071. I'm seriously asking this question. Um, And I want to know what people think. And you don't have to be a parent to have an opinion on this. Oh, good. I was going to leave. Rude. Yeah, me too. I was just going to get out of here. Both of you, enough. No, but like, I, of course, am talking about my kids' homework. Uh, what is the deal with it? But you'll remember when you were in grade school and having homework. My, I last night just hit a wall with homework. I have two nine-year-olds who are in fourth grade, and I have a 13-year-old who's in uh, seventh grade, and he takes care of his own homework. In fact, actually, my, my seventh grader, who I am like, absolutely, you should bring homework home in seventh grade. That's appropriate fine he never does he always gets it done at school yay my two nine-year-olds and they're in different classes one of them has a lot of homework and the other one does not have very much what is the homework like worksheets or like what do they have to do thank you for asking a lot of math worksheets Mm. um which is frustrating we've had a conversation about this recently as well they don't do math in the same way that we used to do math yeah and so it's hard to help them with their math because it's not, you don't want to accidentally teach them the wrong concept. Um, last night, my daughter also, they're writing fairy tales. So she needed to write her fairy tale and she needed to use my computer in order to do that. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Not everybody probably has a computer. Sure. We are a fortunate family. Yeah. We have a computer. But not everybody has a computer at home. Yeah. I know that that sounds ridiculous, but it's true. Yeah. Not everybody has a computer. Um, she has reading to do, which is fine. And she does that anyway for pleasure. But my daughter actually said to me last night, my nine-year-old daughter looked me in the eye and said to me, I am stressed out because of all the homework I have Yeah, at nine years old. Is this um, like a new phenomenon this year, do you think? Or? Well, so at least at our school, I know that there was a time where they did not assign homework at all on purpose because there's been some research, and this is where I get conflicted about it. And by the way, 651-641-1071. I mean, what's your take on young kids having homework? Yeah, um, They did some research on it, and the research basically said, it doesn't really do much in terms of boosting their intelligence for them to have homework. Um, and I dis- I fully agree with that, but that it's that a lot of parents go back then 
and say, well, then what are you doing if they're not coming home with sure. homework? They yeah. need to have homework. They're like caught between a rock and a hard place. Like yeah. they don't do homework. What are my kids learning? They do too much homework. They're like my kids trying to, you know, stay above water with all this homework. Well, and my big problem is this. I think that as a, I think Americans have an issue as it is with boundaries, healthy boundaries. I don't think it teaches kids when they come home from school and they still have school with them. And they also have other extracurricular activities that they're doing that then they now are balancing with the work that they had had to bring home from school. I don't understand the point of that. Also, some parents, some kids are going to be fortunate enough to have parents that are going to be able to help them with that homework if they need that help. But not everybody does. I think... uh... It's easy to say this, but just because uh, from my perspective, I think that homework is a, like a, a privileged experience because, again, there are a lot of kids who go home and they just don't have the ability to do homework and then they're penalized, probably. I think yeah. school, there are a lot of issues with school that I'm sure, you know, it, it, who knows what the ultimate cause if much less solution is, but I, I can see where it would be overwhelming, especially if kids don't have the time or resources to do the homework when they when they get home and it would be nice if they could just do the majority of their learning while they're in school as they get older of course they're going to have to do more things and that's probably good you know like a certain amount of like you need to get out your house and go to the library and figure out how library works because guess what when you were an adult you're going to have to go out into the world and figure stuff out on your own like a certain amount of that seems like a good idea but again it really just depends on um you know maybe there's not a library in your neighborhood i don't know yeah, I just I I just hit a wall with it yesterday where I thought this is too much for a 9-year-old to what be did you tell your dealing daughter? with. Well, I said to her, we talked about when things were due, right? Because there were some things that are due tomorrow or today, some things that are due at the end of the week and then some things that are due at the end of the month. And so we talked about how to prioritize that. Um and and it's helpful also because I'm in school at the same time. So I also have homework. So we talked about, you know, I showed her how I plan that kind of thing. Well, I've got this due on oh, this good. date and it is good. Yeah. Uh and yet at the, then I also wonder how much of her stress is reacting to my stress yeah. of homework. Oh, for sure. But but I just again, I at 9 years old, I want them to be able to come home unencumbered and enjoy the time that they get to have as kids. Yeah. Cause that is fleeting. And I think they do learn a lot at school. I yeah. think that the concepts that they're applying to their math worksheets are ones that they should have been focusing on in school. And it's one thing when a teacher says, mm, they're struggling with this. Could you do flashcards? Yeah. Versus they need to have these two worksheets done by tomorrow. Melissa's on the line. Hey, Melissa. Melissa, what's the deal with homework? What do you think? Well, so schools need to adopt a flipped courser model where students go home at night, watch a video online about what the material is covering or what the concept is. Ah. And then in class, they spend their time reviewing it with the teacher and doing the homework. It builds collaboration with their peers. They're allowed to ask questions. Students sit in a classroom for an hour and their teachers lecture for 45 minutes. They come home. They have no time to ask a question. Mm -hmm. So they come home to their parents that haven't looked at chemistry or algebra in 20 plus years. 
not to mention a brand new way of doing it, and we don't know how to help them either. Yeah. Right. So it ends in Smart. frustration for yeah. everybody. Yeah. That's a really good, good point, Melissa. Thank you so much for your call, because that's one of the things that we've run into is, you know, when, when my kids have a question about something, I don't want to derail how they're learning it in class, mm-hmm. but I also understand that the teacher is under an enormous amount of pressure yeah. to get all of the information out, so they might not have time to answer all of the questions. Um, so I'm sensitive to that. Yeah, and I there's something to that model. I don't know. That's interesting. That'd be a good idea to- check out yeah no kidding well uh thank you uh everybody for who participated over email and over uh twitter when we come back on the colleen and bradley show um there's a couple new food items Uh, let's eat some feelings we've got to eat our feelings i've been really spicy we've got something sweet to talk about do we have actually food we don't have actual food we do we'll go get some food but i'm not bringing you food (laughs) oh sometimes you're spicy and i'm gonna give you the break to get rid of that spice well, we're going to go from spicy to sweet. Mm. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. We've got some sweet treats coming out. I'm so excited. So, this is like a little cheat day Friday. Uh, Without food? With that. Okay. So, you're a little bitter, but it's fine. This is going to give you an idea of what's to come. And actually, the the first thing I'm going to tell you about, we could actually do this Friday. Oh, okay. Because I don't think we had anything on tap, did we? No. Yeah, so we could try this on Friday. And it is McDonald's Holiday McFlurry. The first McFlurry, the first new McFlurry in seven years. And you might say to yourself, what I did when I saw that headline, I need to click and find out more because... I love the holidays. I love holiday spices, mm-hmm. seasonings, flavors, smells. I love all that the holidays bring. So when I saw this article, I had to click and learn more. And it turns out that McDonald's new McFlurry, which will be available everywhere throughout the holidays. Um, oh, actually, I've got some more details on that. But the new McFlurry flavor is... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Snickerdoodle McFlurry. Oh. Snickerdoodle. Will it have snickerdoodle chunks in it? Yes. So, Good. So now a McFlurry is kind of like a blizzard, mm-hmm. right? So it's got chunks and ice cream. And this is like a layered experience. And the cool thing is I was reading an, uh, in um, a review about this, somebody who actually tried the snickerdoodle McFlurry, because I think it's actually available now. Through, um, you, you can get a preview on Uber Eats. So if we order through Uber oh, Eats yes. between November 11th and the 17th, yes. we'll be able to try this. Otherwise, late November, uh, Golden Arch locations, Arches locations will have the McFlurry. Uh, but I was reading a review of it, and it was um, that it has the chunks of Snickerdoodle cookie, which is that wonderful sugar cookie with cinnamon, right? Mm-hmm. God, I love a Snickerdoodle. Didn't you? Haven't you said that your mom made the best She makes the best Snickerdoodles, yeah. Jamie send says, us some, please? I could bring some back from Florida. Yes, please do. Yeah, for Thanksgiving when I go down. Because yes. she always busts out the snickerdoodles. Right, ask her to make an extra set, please. Okay, Um. but back to the review of the thing. Mm-hmm. The person said they loved it because not only do you get those snickerdoodle chunks, you also get the spicy cinnamon in, in the, the ice cream. cream. Yeah. Yes. So it's not just like plop, plop a bunch of stuff on some... It's crunchy crumbles of cinnamon cookies and snickerdoodle oh, topping oh it's layered yep. i'm all in yeah it sounds so good and i 
I just love a simple, you know how people like some things? Well, I really like. <laughs> These are the things the that simple, I like. I, the simple, <laughs> sh- like I love snickerdoodles, but I will say I'm also a fan of a sugar cookie. Just mm. a good, mm-hmm. solid sugar cookie yeah. experience. I I know chocolate chips are amazing. I know double chocolate, whatever cookies are great. But Can I just, can I ask a question? Mm. Because I have a very strong opinion about this. Mm. Do you want your cookie Mm. to be crunchy crumbly Mm. or a little chewy moist? Okay, so I will tell you that I am more on the chewy side. Oh, me too, because I just think the crumbly is Here's a perfect cookie. Now, if you watch the Great British Bake Off, the Brits believe that an ideal cookie has a snap. Mm -hmm. Now, Jamie's... Grandmother, I think, makes snickerdoodles, and he claims that those are the best, but hers have a snap. My mother's are almost like a mound, and they start shoot like crispy on the outside, get progressively more chewy yes. as you go in, and then it's almost like soft and raw in the middle. That is a proper cookie right, right and, there. And it has like a crispy crust you on the top. You a journey. Mm. Mm. So anyway, the Snickerdoodle McFlurry, again, you can preview it through Uber Eats November 11th through the 17th. The Golden Arches locations will have it later in the month. Can you explain that to me? Golden Arches locations? Is that different from all of the McDonald's? No, that's just no. a euphemism. Yeah, that's okay. a nickname, well, I didn't Colleen. know. I didn't know if it was like, you know, the brazier. Don't say Sorry. brazier. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> or like the grilling chills or something. You know oh, what I brassiere. mean? <laughs> okay. No, the brazier. Yeah. I just didn't know if like when you said yeah. Golden Arches locations that that's like a specific kind of McDonald's. No, no that's that just I don't what know we about. It's just all of them. McDonald's. Well, no, I know that it's called the Golden Arches. Okay, well, I calm just down. didn't. You're getting a little defensive and no, I don't want you to go back to spicy. Because you guys are making fun of me. I okay. couldn't have been the only person Colleen. who wondered that. That's why I asked. Deep breath. Excuse me. <laughs> Can I put something else in your mouth to shoot? I wish, <laughs> I wish you would. Wendy's. So I get that headline that McDonald's is uh, introducing a McFlurry flavor the first time in seven years. Well, Wendy's is unleashing its first ever all new frosty flavor what? for its 50th anniversary. And I thought, well, what flavor could that be? They've never had any other type of frosty than just the classic frosty. Well, vanilla and chocolate. Right. They've never had anything else, though? Correct. That's why I said it's the first flavor well, to your for the point. first time in 50 years. To your point. Yeah. So to celebrate their 50... 50- <laughs> like, Jeez. I was just wondering. Has somebody help me, please. I can't help you. I don't. Sorry. I don't know that I'm getting out of this segment a lot. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Can I tell you the story Yeah, right go now? ahead. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Birthday cake. <gasps> Birthday cake frosties for a limited time are coming to the um, uh, Wendy's locations. On Monday, they announced their limited edition arrival, which could very well put their original flavors to shame, says this one article. But here's what I also thought is interesting. Wendy's is also taking that birthday cake frosty and turning it into a full-blown Sunday. <laughs> And this is the first flavor uh, ever since those two originals. Now, that begins, according to a press release, <gasps> November... F- let's see. Uh, though we're not entirely sure how long it'll stick around, we do know that they're making their debut just ahead of the November 15th anniversary. So I would imagine that's like... Now? now. Can I say, I think that this Sunday looks amazing. I know, right? Because it looks like it has birthday cake in it. It has chunks in it. Because yeah. I, I also don't think... I don't understand what the Frosty is going to give me. What do you mean? I mean, it's just going to have like the birthday birthday cake like flavor. Flavor? Yeah. I like the sprinkles and the chocolate oh, yeah. and the chunks. Yeah, no, I'm all for chunks. And there's not going to be chunks in the Frosty. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. More spice after this on My Talk 1071. <laughs> behaving badly we'd love to tell you about them on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer what up we've got a name for those celebrities behaving badly and that name is d-bag presenting lord and lady douchebag of the day I have a D-bag. It's actually kind of a duo, but mostly one of these people. And um, you've been the spicy one for a good chunk of the last hour. I'm going to return the favor by being a little spicy myself. Can't wait. Like my lunch. God, it had some green chili Mm. action in it. Woof! Lucky. James Cameron at Al. Now, the et al. is Peter Jackson. I'll get there. But let's start with James Cameron. This is actually a story that I want to give credit where credit is due. Holly brought this story Uh, to my attention, and it involves the movie, the filmmaker, the Avatar guy, Mm. and he... Holly, do you want to just tell the the headline, and uh, I can fill in the details? Okay, well, the headline is, Sir Peter Jackson and James Cameron team up to promote a meatless future. Okay, so that sounds a little weird, right? Because you're like, these are two movie guys, what does a meatless future look like? Right, right. I mean, my first question is, is, is it all caps? Ah, meatless future. Is that like the name of a yeah. feature? A, like mu- some- a meatless future. Yeah. Is it like There's some sort no of like bacon. yeah dystopian? Yeah, like that would be a dystopian. Right. Like Skynet took all the bacon. That's what I'm saying. Post-apocalyptic. That I'm in on a that por- story. Post-apocalyptic. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like the world needs to see what happens when there's no more meat. Well, uh, if James Cameron has his way, frankly, it'll be about 30 years from now, wherein we no longer have meat as a society because he is promoting uh, some stuff that is really just making my head explode. 
it's a bigger conversation, but let's start with James Cameron. Oh, we're going to have part of it later. Don't worry. About Don't worry it. about it. But he uh, is trying to get the world to stop eating meat because meat is destroying the planet. And it's very intensive environmentally. These are all legitimate criticisms that meat is very intensive yeah. when it comes to resources. Mm-hmm. And so he would like us all to not eat meat. Well, that's interesting. You know, it'd be it'd be one thing if he's like, you know what? I just as a person, I'm going to not eat meat and I'm going to encourage others to do so because I just I that's my thing. Mm-hmm. Well, what if I told you that none other than James Cameron and uh, Sir Peter Jackson have actually teamed up to encourage people to eat less meat because they want to open plant meat factories in New Zealand. Okay. So they literally are going into business together to create Mm -hmm. processed plant meat. Yep. And because they also are movie makers, they're going to influence people. Through their ability to make films. Yeah. And to me, I just saw this story and I thought to myself, well, this is about the dumbest thing I ever heard of. They want to replace animal, pro- like, process. They want to replace factories that produce yeah. meat based products with factories that produce plant based yeah. products. Now, which is probably also a strain on our environment. Thank you. So, agriculture is also an environmental strain. I don't need to tell the audience because we live in Minnesota. We are an agriculture state. You know that it requires a lot of resources to grow the food that yeah. we eat, whether it's plants or meat. And I understand that it's different, but it's also similar if you're telling me that you're going to save the planet by building factories right. and processing food. Right. I think most people who have an issue with meat being very labor and resource intensive would prefer that people eat whole plants and animals that are processed minimally. Right. Right? Right. And what's fascinating about his particular beef... <laughs> I see beef what you did there. ...is that to to he has a moneyed interest. What I'm saying is he is investing in an industry that doesn't that doesn't want meat around because he has said within 30 years, I would love there to not be meat around for people to eat. Well, of course you don't want meat around in 30 years because you are building factories to compete Great. with the factories that are currently processing meat. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Oh, I see what you're saying. And it's tr- it's all wrapped up in this sort of like environmental animal ethics, like all very valiant, noble things. Right. You know, being nicer to the environment with the way we eat food and but there's being also, kinder to the animals that we eat. There's also a personal benefit to it. But of course he wants this because he stands to make a whole lot of money doing it. In general, I would just invite people of planet Earth to think more critically about the things that we are being served up by celebrities in general. Mm-hmm. And perhaps spotting where they may stand to benefit from the things that they are pushing. And even though the things that they are pushing may sound valiant, may sound mm, like they are for the greater good, perhaps there might be a personal benefit that they are chasing as well. And that might actually act counter Mm. to the thing that they are talking about. 
So Holly, how Kanye West? What? How, Kanye West. How <laughs> succinctly did you put this? Always follow the money. Oh yeah, yeah you just gotta chase that dollar. So, for example. Who did we talk about earlier in the show today who's driving around making his vehicle more environmentally friendly? That would be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now, Arnold Schwarzenegger is 90% a vegan. Okay, what does that even mean? I don't know. It means he doesn't, he's vegan most of the time. Except for bacon and cake? I don't know. But what's interesting about that, Holly? What has Arnold Schwarzenegger done recently along with James Cameron? you don't say mm. they produced executive produced which means that they were money people for a new documentary about plant-based eating interesting yes athletes. so they did this documentary which i would encourage you to go read about which is full of all sorts of junk science that encourages people to stop eating meat which again is a noble cause i'm not trying to say that you shouldn't do that but again look at the money you have two people who have a financial interest in the future of people not doing something, mm-hmm. promoting junk science in an effort to convince them to do something. That is a problem. Yeah. I rest my case. Yeah. Wow, mine is going to look real dumb up against that. Okay, well, I'll be the judge of that. Okay. D-bags come in all flavors. This is true. And this is a Kardashian-flavored D-bag. Specifically, Kim. I think Kim was real rude to her sister on the red carpet. Oh, oh no. Which red carpet? At the People's Choice Awards. And I just wanted to call her out for this. I just thought this was super duper rude. Um, So, and there's also another rude person, and it's Courtney, frankly, Kardashian, who didn't know how to pronounce the name of the designer that she was wearing on the red carpet. So when Juliana Rancic asked her, she t- she tried to say this is going to be awkward because I don't know how to pronounce it. But then Kim tried to save her from not knowing how to pronounce it by talking about who? Herself. Of course. Here's what this sounded like. So who everyone is wearing tonight? Can we break down the looks? You look amazing. I didn't plan this. Naeem Khan, is that how you yeah. say it? KKW Diamond. Yes, we're That's getting that. We're all wearing that. How do we really smell? I was saving smell? you since you didn't know who you were wearing. <laughs> no, that was my save. And I just didn't know how to pronounce it. Chris. Oh. Alexander McQueen. Laquan Smith. Versace. Versace. Okay, so what you heard was Courtney starting with, I didn't plan this, meaning like I didn't plan to tell you who I was wearing. What? And then I don't know how to pronounce her name, but Kim then jumps in and says, we are all wearing KKW diamonds. Of course, promoting her her own fragrance. Oh, KKW diamonds. Diamonds. That's her smell. Yeah, that's why she said do you smell us? Do you smell us? What and, do we smell us? Yeah. And then she goes, she says to Courtney, all biachi Lee, I was just trying to save you because you didn't know who you were wearing. Oh my God. And then we had That's sibling rivalry yeah. on the red carpet and it was all kinds of awkward. Also, do you notice how pinched their noses sound? Yeah. We should listen like, to that makes, again. It makes my eyes water. Like, listen, specifically Kim, but listen. The looks, you look amazing. I didn't plan this. Naeem Khan, is that how you yeah. say it? Diamond. Yes, we're that's getting that. We're all wearing that. Smell how do we really smell? Good. I was saving you since you didn't know who you were wearing. No, that was my save. And I just didn't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, uh, but they both sound so pinched. I'm assuming that's Laquan the Smith. facial Versace. plastic surgery
or just how they talk. Yeah. I mean, that could just be the way. Although I will say Chris Jenner and Chloe speak in normal, you know, Kim in particular. Tones. She's been very pinched. Yeah. But both Either Kim and like Courtney, that. they oh sound like that. I don't want to smell me. Okay, what do I smell like? When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley just talked about some junk science. Oh God, there's some more junk science that we need to alert you to because you might be living in a world where you don't know that this thing is a thing, but this thing is a thing, and you need to know about it. Yeah, no, because not only do I not want you to do it, but you're gonna want to tell other people that people do this. So we'll tell you what this thing is that you're not going to be able to believe when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Everybody write down the time 1:45 PM uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, write down the time 1:45 because prior to November 12th, uh, 2019 at 145, you lived in a world where this wasn't a thing. And I want you to remember this moment because now we have to tell you about something that exists in this world that's going to surprise you. Bradley? Well, here's the thing. You can sun your doorbell. When you say doorbell, I don't think you mean the ding-dong thing on the front of your house. No, I mean your hole. <laughs> yeah, the rear... You know, at the back. Yeah, you're probably whole. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean that you can get sunlight on your hole <laughs> if you take your pants off and stick it towards the sun. Okay. Bradley, why would one want to do such a thing? So I came across this a while back, and I don't know why we haven't talked about it now. It's one of those things that's just been sort of floating out there. Mm, yeah, and sure I don't know how, how we got on this. Uh, well, it was in the dark, and we want to bring it into the light. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Um, what brought this to the surface, if you will, mm. <coughs> yesterday? Um, however, oh, I do. What? Yeah. We were talking about a documentary that is available to many people mm. that's spreading some interesting science. Yeah, I would call it junk science, but you, you do your own conclusions. Read about it. There's that Game Changers documentary on Netflix and whatever. Anyway, um, it's this notion now how, like, um, you know, people are like, I've got the healthy solution for you. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. Well, there is literally something that involves sticking your doorbell mm-hmm. to the sun. Hello, come on in. Stick it to the sun, and you will have magical things happen. Now, the theory is, and I can tell you where I first saw this, there's a guy named Certified Health Nut. He's on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he posted about this. This actually originally came from a Johnny Knoxville story on Instagram. And people thought, is this a joke? But there's actually somebody who also goes by the name Ra of Earth on Instagram who um, is responsible for sort of spreading this idea. Oh, spreading it. Yeah. I see what you did there. I mean, it's a whole thing. It is. It's a whole thing. And here's the theory. The theory is that your doorbell is a very like thin barrier to your body. And so it can absorb the vitamin D from the sun more quickly than any other part of your body. And that the benefits of vitamin D getting to your body quicker through the doorbell, through the doorbell is a good thing or the back. door. So therefore you lie on your back, pull down your pants. Well, I actually would take my pants off 
then lay on the ground, and then you kind of take your legs and pull them up towards your face so that your doorbell is basically exposed aimed to the sun. at the sun. Yeah. Yeah. And then you it's like sit inviting there. the sun to be a guest in your home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what sounds problematic with that, please? All of it? Like, first of all, generally speaking, we keep our doorbells to ourselves. We don't share our doorbells unless we're in a, you know, permission granting relationship. Yeah, it's a little it's a little awkward if you're in public. Yeah. So there's that. Okay. Also, that's dumb. Well, yeah. Can you tell me why you think it's dumb? Because it sounds dumb. Okay. It, it really does sound also, dumb. Also, I'm but thinking about, about like, obvious? it's so obvious. Well, I'm trying to figure out exactly where you want me to go, but no, I'll say fine. the thing. Like, I'm a yeah. fair-skinned person. Thank you. So I shan't be putting anything toward the sun. Much less. <laughs> the thing that never sees the sun. That never sees the sun. No, and if it we're does, talking third degrees, you, man. Yes. You are going to burn your... <laughs> So to that, Certified Health Nut says the following, um, sun equals nutrition. As long as you have the proper antioxidants and fats in your body, if your body is loaded with PUFAs, I don't know what PUFAs are, some kind of chemical or something, sunlight can be... (laughs) If you had a lot of beans, I bet you got a lot of PUFAs. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Your body, if your body is loaded with PUFAs, sunlight can be very damaging to the tissues. Therefore, clean up your diet. Everybody will do way better on my organic superfood nutritional program. It feeds the cells and satiates the tissues with materials that replicate your eyeballs, spinal cord, nose hairs, and epidermis. Okay, hold on. A couple things. Number one. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. PUFAs are polyunsaturated fatty acids. So what I think he's saying is you don't need sunscreen if you're not eating PUFAs. Okay. So that... You don't need to worry about your your doorbell burning. What did he say about the eyeballs? Can oh, I just yeah. put my eyeballs towards this? I don't know. Some of the eyeballs and nose hairs. But. I know. Um, I don't care what you're eating. You, your skin, it's like, don't mess with that. Yes. And skin cancer. Like, you need to right. cover most of your body. Least of all, your doorbell. Again, that thing doesn't need to see the light of day. So, There's a reason. Let me just say this. Yeah. Um, I believe in a creator, and I believe that that creator put that thing in such a hidden place because it's not supposed to see the sunshine. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I believe that like that's why that thing is so buried in the nethers. Yeah, I mean, there's probably some like evolutionary reason because right. If you, I also sat believe on in it, evolution. That would be a so. little uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm just saying, like that thing's tucked away. It's not meant to come out to play. <laughs> <laughs> I I I I kind of have to disagree with you, but that's okay. Okay, sorry. I meant like in pleasant I, company. I think we know what you meant. Thank you. And I'm gonna let you stop digging your hole. Thank you. I want to go on, though, and tell you a little bit more about Certified Health Nut. So this is just this is the gift that keeps on giving. So if you're just joining us, we're talking about these people who believe that um, sunning your doorbell is a good thing. And it is just ludicrous to think that you should get on your back and throw your doorbell to the sun. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's so obvious. So obvious. But then if you go follow this guy on Instagram, you are going to just learn some really delightful things. OK, what kinds of things is Certified Health Nut trying to teach me? Well, in addition to selling you like a pyramid 
scheme. I well, think, that's the for- other thing that I think is really mm. interesting, right? Like he doesn't want you eating the poofas, and all, all you got to do is just buy this five step program from the certified health nut. Yeah, yeah. So his organic superfood nutritional program feeds your cells and satiates your tissues who and regenerates your spinal cord. Who doesn't know? But then if you go on his Instagram, there's also like wonderful things like he's got this man tribe thing where um, these guys take their shirts off and grow their hair long and then kind of like start chanting and um, sitting around and slapping each other on the back. What? Yeah, but they only grow certain hair long. Isn't if, that interesting? If you've noticed, that they've got the grizzly Adam beard and long hair. But they've but, groomed the rest of but, the body. But the manscaping chest. is like parks. Okay, that's interesting. Isn't that interesting? Uh-huh. It's like curating this like manness that is so interesting it's like manness 2019 where they're like extreme and then he has a, a refri- or he has a freezer in his backyard uh-huh and he does this like dunking thing where they he makes the people sit in the so he f- takes the freezer turns it on obviously and then fills it with ice cold water so that it's basically at or about freezing uh-huh. and then he makes guys um dunk their get bodies naked in and, it? and sit in there until they can't take it anymore and that's supposed to like regenerate your body or something this is real weird man this is real weird but you know what i love about it and they do workshops and then there are these videos of guys talking about how um it's like changed everything and it's just it's like i i want to watch a documentary about these people here's what i want to say about this the doorbell stunning well just of all of it if you are a person who needs to have a like a full experience in order to like feel good, do it, man. Yeah. Like live that life. If that is what brings you joy and happiness and you feel your best, do it. It's not hurting me if you want to sun your own doorbell. Yeah. But But if I have to pay like but <laughs> big butt. There's huge always a big butt. butt. Everyone has a big butt, Simone. (laughs) But like if you but don't I don't want to sun my doorbell. And so I'm just going to not sun my doorbell. Here's what he says to you in conclusion. Many newbies are having trouble wrapping their head around energizing the anus versus burning it. What's your choice? 30 seconds to five minutes is enough to charge your doorbell for the day. How would you like to be this guy's neighbor? Can you imagine? Oh. John's out in the yard sending his doorbell again. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we don't want any. Also, I don't think we should probably try this for a few months. Yeah, yeah I think it would have adverse Oh, we could effect. start a new trend. I'm like not doing it. Polar doorbell sunning. Freeze-dried no. doorbell sunning? No. Freeze-dried. When we come back, do you hide your candy? That's not a euphemism. Oh, hey. Do you literally Speaking hide your candy after this? Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.